Let's make this happen in three, two, one, for the third time. Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's me, it's Dr. Goose on the line with my boy on the other side of the state, Mr. Fermi. Welcome back to your Anonymous Gamblers podcast. Thanks, Goose. Back after another another rough week. I feel like all year I've been mediocre, you know, plus a, plus a game, down a game. Last week, just sort of took it on the chin. You did. You did. No, your hero over here. Two and one, huge. You're all welcome for all that profit that you got last week with my first two and one week of the year. Fermi. We got to get back onto it here. We've been saying it for a while, brother. Try to do oh, yeah. something. A four and one, three and zero. Oh, you know, seven one total. Maybe maybe five and five and one. Maybe I can get four and one. A nine and two week would be phenomenal for us. We just need we need a lopsided victory for a change. It would be nice. I'll tell you what. I'd rather take them late. People remember what happens at the end of the season, not at the beginning. So uh, let's get into our Leans, Looks, and Lines podcast here, Fermi. On Thursday night, we have two games, one Sunbelt and one with the midshipmen here. South Alabama minus three over under 50, and Navy getting 10.5 at Memphis over under 55.5. If I were to pick a game, I think Georgia Southern came off a pretty big win a couple weeks ago against Arkansas State. I know that they're not very good. But South Alabama has a pretty sturdy team, and that's a good way that I can describe it. Um, if I was going to lean one way for me, I'd, I'd lean South Alabama in that game. Yeah, and that, that sounds like a good pick. I mean, if I, I was looking at the other game, I don't know if I'm going to bet it, but Navy, I mean, we've been talking, sort of throwing Navy under the bus this year, but I'm telling you, they've been hanging around in games. You can get a couple wins, or out one win, when they beat UCF two weeks ago. So... I like the points there. Memphis just not has not surprised or impressed me this year. I'm going to be at that Navy Cincinnati game, and you watch for me. Navy's going to upset Cincinnati. Uh, Could be it. Three games on Friday night: Clemson, Syracuse. Clemson minus thirteen and a half over under forty five. Marshall minus eleven at North Texas over under sixty six and a half. And San Diego State. Minus eight and a half over under 41 and a half against San Jose State. Anything on your docket for me? Yeah, so this one this one surprised me a little bit. So Clemson, Syracuse. Clemson is 0-5 against the spread. Syracuse is 5-1 against the spread. Syracuse has a couple games of, of three-point losses. Clemson can't score. So I... I'm leaning, in, a, in an over-under 45, I'm leaning on taking Syracuse plus 13.5. And, and the other game that I'm, I'm watching pretty closely is San Diego State to cover. Starkle was out last week for San Jose State. If they have their backup quarterback in, there's a dual threat. Um, I still think San Diego State would cover if, if Starkle was out. One more game on Friday night. Oregon minus 13.5, over-under 54. Boy, I like Oregon at home for me. I think the style points are going to come on. There's going to be a lot of conversation about them in Ohio State. They should be rooting for Ohio State the rest of the way. And if they come through for me, I'll tell you what, it could be a real tight race, especially if they win the Pac-12 title at the end of the year. And Ohio State runs the table as well, too. I think Oregon's going to have to turn it on here. Went from 14.5 to 13.5. Might be something I'm seriously taking a look at. Any thoughts on yeah. that? Yeah, and I'm not that impressed by Cal so far this year. I mean, Chase Garbers is back, but um, he hasn't done too much. I mean, he's just sort of trudging along, averaging about 250 a game, seven touchdowns, five picks. I'm just, 
have they have four out of their last five have been losses. I mean, their only win this year was to Sacramento. So I, I'm just not impressed by by the Cal Bears. Let's get to that Saturday late Saturday slate starting at noon. Michigan State minus four and a half over under forty eight at Indiana. Ohio getting eight and a half at Buffalo over under fifty seven. Tulsa minus eight over under fifty seven at South Florida and Nebraska minus four over under forty seven and a half. For me to start the day, boy, that Michigan State line seems like it's a trap line, don't it? It does, and I'm not. Michigan State is just they're due for a letdown. I mean, they they've looked really good, and Walker has been unreal running the ball. Um, but I just Indiana can scare scares me a little bit, um, especially plus sixteen. So I'm I'm probably going to stay away from that one. The one game that I sort of like that you mentioned, Nebraska coming off that that loss to Michigan. Um, Minnesota is coming off a bye. So I sort of like mini off the bye um, and possibly that over. It's sitting at 47 and a half right now. More noon games coming. Cincinnati minus 21 over under 57 and a half at home against UCF. Rutgers on the road minus 2 over under 45 at Northwestern. Texas A&M minus 9 over under 59 and a half at Mizzou. Oklahoma State getting 4 and a half at Texas, over under 60, and Florida, minus 10.5, over under is 59. Fun fact for me, Florida has some of the highest yards, third in the country yards per play against LSU. Is it wrong to think that this could be a potential over at 59? No. I think I like I like the over. Um, Florida's been in a lot of shootouts this year. Their defense is not what it has been in the past. And they also, they have a lot of big playability um, running the football. So I like them to probably cover as well. So I like them. And Orgeron's on the hot seat, man. They, and they lost their best wide receiver. So LSU's sort of a mangled mess right now. I, I probably lean Gators to cover over the over. But Anything else uh, on those other games? So you mentioned A&M and Missouri. I like the over there. Missouri's D is, is just awful. Um, and they have five consecutive overs. And none of them have even really been that close to, to the line. The only thing that is a little concerning is, of course, Texas A&M off of that massive win last week against Bama. Right. But it looked like Calzada had, had, it, had it going last week. Hopefully it, it stays because he was, he was struggling the first three weeks when he was in a QB. Do you think Mizzou's defense, I'm sorry, offense is going to be stifled by Texas A&M's defense? I don't think so. Missouri can score. Their offense is good, but their defense is really bad. Um, I don't. I, I, Missouri's going to put up some points, but I don't. I don't think they're going to be stuck at ten or less. I mean, I certainly think this is going to be. They're going to be in the twenties, and I think A and M's in the forties. Honestly, they should. They're going to put up some big numbers. Let's finish out that noon slate. Arkansas minus four over under fifty four at home against Auburn. Virginia minus eleven over under sixty nine and a half against Duke. Ball State minus one and a half over under fifty five and a half, and Akron getting nineteen and a half at Miami of Ohio over under fifty one. That takes us from twelve to two thirty. Anything on the docket for me? The only game I'm looking at is that over under for Virginia and Duke. Both teams score a ton. But I do think 70 is a little high. Duke's offense is starting to sputter. Virginia has big playability, but, but they're, they're going to score. But I think 70 is a big enough number that, that it's actually going to be under there. 
Getting a little gross here at 3 o'clock. Troy minus 7.5 over under 48 at Texas State. Bowling Green getting 9.5 over under 45.5 at Northern Illinois. North Carolina minus 8 over under 62.5 <clears throat> against Miami. Pitt minus 4 over under 58.5 at Virginia Tech. And Colorado minus 6.5 over under 47.5. Fermi thoughts. So I like Colorado and the over. That's my early lean. And then a very intriguing game that's going to be a really good one, I think, is Pitt minus four and a half at Virginia Tech over under 57. I'm leaning Virginia Tech plus four and a half. But we'll see. I mean, Pitt, Cody Pickett has been unreal. He has 19 touchdowns, one pick. And Pitt has hit on five consecutive overs. So I, I just think that Virginia Tech's pass defense is is pretty good. I think it's very solid. I think they slow down Pickett a little bit. Virginia Tech's been struggling against running quarterbacks, and it showed last week when Buckner came in for Notre Dame, and he, he ran up and down the field. I don't think Pickett is that mobile um, comparatively, and especially with as much as they're throwing the ball. So I actually like Tech to keep it close, and I'm probably going to take the points at home. Ooh, yeah. Let me see. Fresno State minus three and a half at Wyoming, over under fifty four and a half. BYU getting six on the road at Baylor, over under fifty and a half. Toledo is minus five and a half at Central Michigan, over under fifty two. UAB minus 15 and a half over under 43 at Southern Miss and Purdue getting 11 and a half at Iowa over under 42. Here's what I think for me. UAB is monstrous inside Conference USA. I think they can win this game by 20 to 24. Southern Miss is atrocious. I don't think it's going to be high scoring. I don't know how they're going to score against UAB. I really don't. Baylor minus six started at four and a half is now minus six. Baylor is underrated how good they are. I think BYU is coming off a tough loss, and on top of that, now you got to go away, and that's not an easy place to play right now. This is this is going to be a meat grinder of a game. I think Baylor can potentially get that. I would I would even tease that down to a pick to be quite honest with you. And then I'm a little biased here for me, but I have not been impressed with Fresno State. And Wyoming, <clears throat> Air Force is a tough team to play. Um, Wyoming was on a four-game you know, four win streak, comes off a bye, runs into Air Force. Air Force is far better than they're given credit for. And that's just a tough game to play. It doesn't matter if it's home or away. It's just hard coming off a bye and then running right in to that style of offense. I like Wyoming getting three and a half in this game. And surprisingly, I kind of like the over as well, too. I know Wyoming has a good defense. It's at 54, but they're both getting over five yards of play. They're, they're both racking off, uh, racking off pretty good tempo. It's not great. It's nothing that jumps off the page at you, but... I like it, Fermi. That's just my own personal thing. What do you think? The only game I actually like, and it's sort of contrary to what you believe, I sort of like Fresno. Um, really? Yeah. So I like Fresno. I think Wyoming, I think really the only tough team they've played is Air Force. And I think Wyoming's defense has actually been a little bit more suspect this year than 
I mean, they were really good last year, if I remember correctly. You remember correctly. Yeah, but they've they've been, I mean, 54.5 is the over-under, so I was actually leaning a little bit on the over and also Fresno. Minus three and a half. So Fresno's four and two against the spread. Wyoming's one and four against the spread this year. So um, I know it's sort of a small sample size, still only five games, but uh, that's my early lean. Let's go with the consensus here then. We'll to go with the over on that. How about that? Yeah. That's, that's, any, thoughts think, on, any thoughts on that Baylor BYU game? I, I do like Baylor at home. I don't know. Is, is the line still six? Yes. Yeah, I, that seems like a lot. I mean, like you said, it's going to be a meat grinder of a game. So I, I think it's it's one of those that could easily come down to a field goal. So I really don't like taking a side in that one. And BYU, they're tough, man. They can run the ball. I know Baylor is underrated, and I, I do agree with that comment. But I'm probably just going to stay away. That's a tough one. Let's finish out 3.30 and get to 6 o'clock. Kent State getting 7 at Western Michigan, over-under 66. Western Kentucky, minus 13, over-under 66 at Old Dominion. Kentucky, minus, is I'm sorry, getting 22.5 at Georgia, over-under 44.5. Texas Tech, minus 16.5, over-under 67. Vanderbilt, getting 17.5, over-under 50.5. You'd think I'd take this over for Texas Tech, Kansas. I don't think I can go anywhere near this game. Um, you know, Tech did what Tech did last week, and that was get killed by, um, by by TCU. I probably should have just took that as well. I mean, I should have known it was coming. Um, Western Kentucky, Old Dominion, you'd like to think that that game would go over, but you also have to kind of put a little bit of faith in Old Dominion. They did it against Buffalo. Do, you, do I think they can do it again? I don't know. To be quite honest with you, the over that I like in this little mini slate is Kent State Western Michigan um, at 66. It's gone up for sure. It's gone up four points. I don't know, Fermi. It just I haven't paid attention to a lot of MAC, and so I'm not sure if if I'm on the right side of this one. I mean, these are two up tempo teams. Western Michigan 81 and a half plays a game. Kent State 80 plays per game. It just doesn't feel like it's slowed down and kind of be like one of those Tuesday, Wednesday night action games. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I gotcha. My my two leans are Old Dominion, Western Kentucky, over. I like that over. Western Kentucky has five consecutive overs. And Old Dominion has three of the last four have hit over. So I, I think that they're both teams are not shy about throwing it. And I think they're going to rack up some points. And believe it or not, I'm on an under, very likely, and it's the Texas Tech-Kansas game. I think that is under. I think Tech's D shuts down Kansas. Ooh, I like it, Fermi. This is huge. That gets me to five wins, and they need one more. And I got I, I, I screwed up, Fermi. I, I should have took your line. I should have had them at four and a half. I don't know what I was doing with this five and a half. I should have asked you. My site was, my site was a, a game over. I think you had Penn State at nine and a half. And I yep. think, and I think you had, um, I think you had Wyoming at seven and a half. So I, I don't know what I was doing. I should have shot better. I should have shot better for better lines there. You know, for me, real quick question there. What do you think about my uh, total picks here? Our total picks cumulatively. So I still have BYU at seven and a half, um, Wyoming at eight, Penn State at eight and a half, Lafayette who who crushed it last night to win the Sun Belt, and then Texas Tech at five and a half. What do you think? 
So what does Texas Tech finish with? I should look at that really Kansas quick. Kansas State, Oklahoma, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and Baylor. So that that's a tough finisher, but they can hang with Kansas State, and I think they can hang with Iowa State. Both of those are home games, it looks like. Um, I don't love going to Baylor, and I certainly don't love playing either of those Oklahoma teams. But um, they have to win back-to-back weeks here. It just yeah, this is it. No, yeah. They will they will beat Kansas. I don't think there's there's any risk there. Or it's very low. See you at the barbecue. How about yours for me? How's your totals going this year? UTSA is rolling. They are six and zero, and I got them at seven and a half. I have Minnesota at seven. I have NC State at seven. I believe Washington is in the dumps. I got them at eight. That will be a loss. And I think I have one more. Why am I going blank here? I don't know. While you're thinking of. While you're thinking about that, let's talk about your Roadrunners. UTSA at home, minus 18.5 over under 54 against Rice. Colorado State, a little surprise here, minus 10.5 over under 44.5 at New Mexico. Liberty, minus 32.5 over under 55.5 at UL Monroe. Alabama, minus 17 over under 58. And hitting the final 7 o'clock game here, Utah State, minus 7.5 over under 61 against UNLV, I have no idea why Utah State is only minus seven and a half against UNLV, but if I were to tease a game for me, there's your money. Go ahead. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, UNLV is has been awful, man. They only average eighteen points a game. They're they're gonna struggle. Um but the game I like the most out of all that is Bama to cover. Minus seventeen and a half, I think they come out on absolute fire um mike leach unfortunately is going to be on the losing edge this one nc state minus three over under 52 at boston college tcu getting 13 and a half at oklahoma over under 66 old miss minus two and a half over under i'm sorry am i reading that right yes 82 and a half against tennessee it's crazy i think dude i like that over (laughs) that game is going to be in the 40s Wow, you don't think? It's not that I don't think. It's just it's just when you see that number, like it caught me off guard. I was like, "Whoa, that is that is legitimately <laughs> high." It's gone up five and a half points. It started at seventy seven. It's up to eighty two and a half. I wish I got it at seventy seven. I I I still might be on it at eighty two and a half. Wow. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> holy crap. Uh, Iowa State minus six and a half over under fifty and a half at Kansas State. Stanford minus one and a half over under fifty two at Washington State. Army getting fourteen at Wisconsin over under thirty nine and a half. Oh my god! And then uh, finishing out eight thirty, Washington minus two and a half at home against UCLA over under fifty five and a half. Boy, contrary to popular belief, for Army, a lot of action going on there. Yeah, so I am I crazy to think that the UCLA Washington under is going to hit. I'm seeing it at fifty five and a half. I think Washington's D is is going to be able to at least contain UCLA. They're not going to stop them, but I do not think Washington's offense is is very good. Why are they favored? Why are they favored in this game? Great question. Great question. Maybe the play is taken. Well, I mean, it's a night game at home, I guess. That's part of it. But but, I mean, oh, my God. That could go off as a pick game, certainly. 
It's going in the favor of Washington. It started at one and a half, and now it's two and a half. Wow. What? What? Yeah. I mean, it is a little trappy. I'm I'm not taking a side in that game. Oh, my God. Um, Kansas State, unlike you this year, don't bet. Don't bet on them or against them. Just let them sit. Let's leave the dogs lay in that one. Over under 66 for TCU Oklahoma. Fermi, TCU does not have a good defense at all. Like, the fact, the, but they ran all over Tech. Like, I mean, up and down the field ran all over them. That's why I think Tech's going to struggle at the end of the season because they're going to run into teams that can actually run even better than TCU did. And I don't know. I don't know what's going on in Oklahoma. They got that QB whatever controversy or what's going on. It just seems, it, I guess I'll just stay away. I'm still hooked on that Utah State minus seven and a half. Good God. Yeah. The TCU-Oklahoma game, I mean, both teams can score. Oklahoma, it's it's crazy to me. Oklahoma has not blown anybody out except Western Carolina. Right. Nebraska by seven, West Virginia by three, K-State by six, and Texas by seven. They're just, they're playing to the level of their competition. Some of that competition's good, um, but still, I'm surprised they're, they're not making bigger statements. And for you late-night fanatics, Air Force is getting four and a half at Boise State over under 51. Louisiana Tech minus six and a half at UTEP over under 55 and a half. Arizona State minus one at Utah over under 50. And Hawaii is getting 14 at Nevada over under 60 and a half. Something's got to stand out to you in that slate for me. Yep. So, I like Air Force, Boise State, over, and I love Nevada. And there's your answer to my other season-long bet. I have Nevada's over in total. So, I'm taking Nevada to cover this week. That will be on my card, certainly. Love it. Fermi, fired off a lot of games in 22 minutes here. Any other thoughts headed into this week? No, man. I'm, I'm just I'm watching the uh, U.S. men's national team play Costa Rica right now live. So it's one one at intermission. Um, so I've been I've been following that a little bit this this season, but we'll see what happens in this qualifying. But I, how are you doing in NFL? I haven't even bet NFL. Um, I'm just I'm hanging in there. I mean, I'm I'm probably right around you know break even right now in NFL, but I enjoy betting the NFL a lot. I mean. With fantasy football going on in parallel, you know, there's there's just so much action with with fantasy and, of course, betting games. It's a lot of fun. Anything for that Thursday night game? Buccaneers minus seven over under fifty two and a half at Romer, the Philadelphia Homers Eagles. I think the but well, they're on the road. I mean, that's probably a really good line. I I don't know that Jalen Hurts. I think they're going to be able to score. I don't know if they're going to be able to score enough. I, I could see Brady going up and down the field um, like he does most weeks, including his five-touchdown week last week. Final thoughts for me. Let everyone know what are you thinking this week. How many games may, may you take? I think I'm going to be in the 6-7 range. Um, I will tell you my early leans, just really quick to sum it up, are Bama, Nevada, Missouri A&M over, Western Kentucky Old Dominion over. And then we will decide the, the last couple. 
I am incredibly undecided this week, but I appreciate everyone who continues to download our podcast. Please continue to click, like, share, and subscribe this thing. Listen to us on Saturday morning. We will have a podcast at 7 o'clock. Guests to be determined for our coffee and quick picks. It's less than eight minutes. We'll get you in and get you out with everything that we got going on for the day. For Mr. Fermi, I can say thank you very much once again for joining us on the Anonymous Gamblers podcast where it's only a problem. That's right, when you're losing. Talk to you guys on Saturday.